hard, now we burning. Broke my heart on the impact. Now all these scars will be permanent. What's going on? What's going on? I'd like you to say what's up to my boy. We in the studio, but um, my man Kenny from As Yet. Say what's oh. up, Kenny. Hey. Hey, Kenny. Doing? Yeah, man. Hey, people, people really, yeah, people enjoy the interview and, um, you know, looking forward to the new stuff that you guys are going to bring out. Oh, yeah. We're working on a, a, a low key project, too, right now. Okay. Can't really, can't really talk about it. <laughs> um, I can't, but he What's going on with you, man? Yeah, you know, I mean, since we we had our interview in September, you know, a lot has lot has happened. You know, you know, it's just yeah, been I'm sorry blowing to hear about up. your pops, man. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, just came back from burying him, so uh, you know, there's a new, new, just yeah, COVID has really took 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 yeah. its toll on a lot of us and stuff. Um, but what about yourself? Because I know that we've, you know, last time we spoke, okay. we were supposed to be um, dropping Black Disney. It's been. 10 months since we had the interview and, and still snippets, but no album. What's going on? The album's coming, man. It's you got to do with a lot of sample or samples that, that won't clear that records okay. are a must that got to be on the album, okay. you know, okay. dealing with the preparation. I'm not just going to, you know, just drop an album and then just drop it. Cause nowadays, once you drop, you drop. Yeah. Once you press yeah. that button, it's over. So, we making sure everything marketing is in place. We're making sure videos in place and a promotion tours in place. Like okay. to go, go and do it. Now that the world's open, it's more go time than ever for us. I mean, I we're gonna make up. We're gonna make up for a lot. The first, the first time, first drop. We're gonna make up for a lot. Trust me. Are you actually looking to go back on the road and stuff? Because I mean, you, you've been out. You, you know, when you've been relaxed and in the studio. I mean, that's that seems like a lot of work, doesn't it? Now I'm growing my hair for this video. I'm growing the hair for the video. I'm just like, just get, it's gonna be crazy. The road is easy. 
The road is easy. The tour bus is being packed as we talk right now. The, the, the road is easy, you know. Um, the album, it's, it's crazy because now we get to pick and choose a lot more of the stuff and, and letting the world hear the snippets is giving us a better insight of a direction, a more of a, a, a base direction of where we need to go. And it's been great, you know. Okay. I mean, the, the ones that I've, um, that I think, you know, the, some of the samples that you had, you know, you had the, to the, um, to the wheels fall off with, with the, the sort of, um, Michael track you had um, oh yeah yeah you had talk to me that had the Jodeci stuff um, you had the um, lock and key I mean some of those types of R nineties R and B vibes with the rap it's very nostalgic so it's almost like yeah I remember the track plus the rap over it and I I don't know did do, do you I and mean, then you had the sort of the harder stuff where people were thinking oh it's like Killer Mike and and stuff like that so I don't know if you're thinking about are you going to try and go in a direction that appeals to more of the R&B stuff or you want to want to really hit the hip hop fans? I'm going, I'm going, I'm making an album for me. I'm making an album for me. Like, you know, I'm a and r my album. I'm in charge of it. I'm in charge of everything that makes sense, that make it make sense. You know, keeping the uptown, the way uptown, because every time I always think of Andre in the back of me, you know, so I always think of him like, yo money, that's retarded or or that's dope, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and, and me and Jimmy Jenkins are constantly on the phone, constantly meeting each other in different parts of the world. So, you know, we just just making it make sense. That's all. Okay. Are you going to go independent now? I mean, because I know that, that time you were thinking whether you want to do major. You know, or it's, it's, it's crazy because since then, it's a lot that's happened. A lot that's happened. A lot of people approached. You know, and I'm, I'm trying to think, like, do I want to check and let them do everything or do I want to just ground zero it and, and, yeah. and, and just, you know, do it myself? But um, that's being in consideration, too. And it really depends on what the sample houses come back and say. Okay. Because, you know, sample houses be hitting you for, like, 20,000 joint. Wow. It could be 20,000. It could be 15 for one song. So, you know what I'm saying? If it comes to a situation like that, then I may have to go major and let yeah. them pick up the tab. Or I could do it in, you know, certain records you don't want to leave off your album. I, yeah. yeah, okay. So, okay. you know, that's all in conversation, though. I mean, what is the, what's the aim of the album? Because I guess when you've accomplished what you have, you know, you've already had hit records and stuff, you, you know, you're not doing it for the money. So what is the aim of, of it? Because that then makes a difference if you want to go major so that it, like, it, gets, it gets pushed out to more people, even though the, 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 the ownership and all that stuff might be different. Um, or is it a case where, because you're not, as I said, if you're not doing it for the money, what's, what's the, the, the purpose for the album? Well, I think every artist in their heart does it because it's what they love to do. That's why if you look at like Jay-Z when he retired, he came back out of retirement. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Cause it's, it's like when you get a tattoo, you love, you love it. You want another one. It's what you do. You get what I'm saying? And when you really love, you can tell the artists that really just love what they do. And making music is something that I've done all my life. I've had one job damn near in Kentucky <laughs> Fried Chicken. I ain't never, I never worked as an adult. You get what I'm saying? Ever. So I know nothing else. The thing of it is, is that um, 
I, I do it first of all because I love the fans. I love the people, mm. <laughs> and I love to to make people move. I love to walk on the stage. That's the thing that I do. You know, um, to to make you know people enjoy your music is 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 to make a record is easy. Yeah. To make people yeah. love what you do is something else. And when I get when I make the hood records for the fellas, that's just an appreciation. Well, I ain't forget y'all either. I didn't forget y'all. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. before before Father MC, there was Father MC, but on another level. And people around the world know me that I grew up with on that level. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? I I grew up, and I'm not saying that I'm going back to that, but I'm saying that you know I can reminisce and, and talk about the stuff we used to do when we was young. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, yeah. it, and, and it makes sense, you know? And it's fun, it's fun to recapture. It's like when you rethink, it's like a writer writing a movie. It's like when you rethink it and you're like, damn, I remember that, so let me put that in. It's like they're picking up the speed back on the Uptown movie right now. So that's in the works again, because of COVID shut down a lot of major things that was going on yeah. with a lot of major things. And I was trying to speedball for the, for the movie release. Okay. But now that they're picking back up and being that now we're okay, being that we're on schedule again, I'm just making sure it makes sense. Yeah. One of the things I've noticed also, because you, I mean, you introduced Kenny from As Yet, and I and I and there's a track that you sort of sampled and uh, no, gave a snippet just um, at the beginning of the year or so. And but I've noticed that you're doing a lot more production on your stuff. Are you moving into the direction of being a producer again? Because I think many people might be surprised to remember that you actually produce stuff with um, Ray Parker Jr. and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting back. Like, majority of my album I produce. Majority of my album I produce. Um, I produced a song for Azjak. I'm working on Kenny's stuff as we speak. And um, a lot of people, Bree, you know, we're working kind of like I got her and Ken doing a, a duet, working on a lot of stuff. A lot of artists, a lot of artists that really want it, like sincere about yeah. it. Like I'm in the studio as we speak right now, you know. Um, it's just the work, man, the work ethic, man. You know what I'm saying? But what's happened over the past year? Because a year ago, I mean, we didn't we, we didn't see on social media, so we didn't know what you were doing. But it's almost as if as soon as you got on, it's almost as if we're just seeing you constantly working and bringing out music. I mean, what did you take a break and just thought, you know, last year, COVID, you know, let me stop bringing up musical. What was, what was, what was the shift? What made me start giving the world music? You yeah, mean? because, yeah, as I said, prior to- Yeah, it's, it's like, okay, people are home, they're listening. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, let me have fun with it. I got studios, I produce myself. So let me have fun with it and, and do what I do to make it make sense. You know, and then start really talking to a lot of people and, 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 People was like, yo, are you going to do the album? Are you going to get serious with it, this with your album? Because I was just having a ball with it, to yeah. be honest. But um, it became more like, yeah, let me let me do this. What I got to lose? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. You know? But is, is it as as you're releasing your own snippets, how is the other, the opportunity to produce others, how is that coming? Are people just seeing what you're doing and, and reaching out to you? Or what's- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are reaching out, DMing me reaching out, you know, and seeing what's going on and, and, and making sure like, you know, long as we make sure the business is straight, let's rock and roll, you know? Is it F Media that you, 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 you um, or for Rock Media, what's the, what's the, what's the, the your label that you've, you've put out? 
Huh? Your label, is it F Media or Farrock? F Media Corp is my company. Okay. Yeah. And and with that though, are you signing? Because I, I know that you've mentioned Bree, but are you signing artists to that label, or what is the what's the, the, the what's the plan for F Media? F, F Media Corp is a marketing company. We're a marketing company where we just gonna have our artists and we're gonna market them. I don't want to be a record label. I don't want to do that. Okay. You know what I mean? I want to I want to put the dough behind the artists and and market them. So at the end of the day, like here. We get you the deal, but we're going to market you. We're going to put up the 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 dough to market you. Okay. What's the difference though between you know I know that the traditional labels and the, it's all different because you're not you're not taking records to. If um, I put out a record, if I put out a record, like it's certain ways you can get the middleman out of the picture too, you know certain ways you can just do it cold hurt hardly do it yourself and just say here's my cash app on my zell and you go zell the the record like if the record let's just say if the record's 15 dollars, you say zell me 15 dollars, and it comes directly out and you're getting the out you cut the middleman out yeah you get what i'm saying f media comes and does all of your marketing so we're marketing a marketing company that's going to market your stuff and try to go get endorsements for you. Try to, you know, do stuff like that. Cause going to record companies and asking them, yo, hear my artists and, and you got to depend on one person to say, yeah, let me take it to the big guy. The big guy, you know, their ears could be off that day. And, and I've seen it happen so many times where people take records, even to us, to Uptown, where we've gotten records and, and we passed on them and other records, they went to other labels and had hit records. Mm. You get what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it's it's certain people, you know, ears aren't there. And, and you know, I'm an old school cat. I, I love my old school. I love making records. I don't, you know, I love making the, to put the work in. I love the Ampex reels. I love the reel to reels, the thickness yeah. of it. I love to go to a club and see people dance and having a good time. Yeah. But so I, I think with, with that, though, I mean, is it so you, your plan is re-records the album and then you start to market it. Um, are we expecting her to do just R&B? Is she going to rap in it or what's what's the plan with her? Well, Bree's going to do R&B. You know, we may have some fun with her rapping on a, a song or two, but we're not focused on Bree's um, rapping. We're focusing on, focusing on her singing, you know, bringing real R&B back. You know what I'm saying? With R&B tracks and, and R&B melodies and harmonies and stuff like that. Yeah. Ad-libs, you know, singing the record. Not, not you know, just want to hear the singing again. I'm cool with what's going on now, but I just want to hear singing. Yeah. I want to hear that R&B make love music. Yeah, you know, a lot of people have, have been saying that. And maybe her is probably the only one, you know, is coming up with stuff. Jam and Lewis are trying to re bring back R&B and stuff. And I think the more we hear of it, um, the more we can appreciate it. The um, are, are we? Are you also going to um, do any collabs with any of the old uptown people? Because at least a lot of people would be wondering if we're going to see. <laughs> I mean, old we're uptown talking people. about they're talking about an uptown tour because of you know everybody's getting older, so <laughs> they're, talk, they're talking about that as we speak too. That's actually in conversation and up for grabs, but. Everyone, it depends on, we're all grown now, so it depends on, you know, people and where they are in their lives. Yeah. Like, you can't demand for stuff 
as much as we could have back then when we had the hits rolling. So <laughs> certain people may still think they got the hits. Yeah. And and I want this and that to go on the road. And you got to realize, you know, I'm here for it, though. I'm here for it. But then that'd be hard because you think it when you think of Optan, you, you're thinking, okay, you, you're not going to get heavy. So you might, it, it, then you have to think how many of guys from Jodeci can we get together? Um, Mary, you know, whether, you know, she's going to be right. Ready. That's what I'm saying. Like where everybody's at in their career, you know, Christopher Williams, like yeah. we're, we're, it's just depending on where people are at. If everybody's on deck and ready to go, we already know Mary's going to have to close it out. She's the, the <laughs> mega, you know, at the end of the day, but it's like, whoever's hot, it's just what you do on that stage. Cause your records from back then is still gonna be heard. Like when you get on that stage, as soon as you walk on that stage, it's gonna be a whole different story. Yeah, but then, cause you know, you probably released 12 to 15 tracks over the past year of new stuff. How's that like compared to trying to go back and sing some of the old stuff? Do you then think, do you, does it become hard to, to go back into that mindset of singing, you know, treat him and all that stuff because no. of where you are now? No, nah, because see what it is, is once you walk out on stage and the people that knew you, knew your, know your old stuff, they're going to rock with you. But then when you say, here, here I am now, it's a whole different element. And it's just the way you present yourself on stage. You know, when you walk out, everybody, of course, going to, ah, this is what I grew up to, ah, my joints my joints and then say like this, you know, it's up to you being the MC to say, control the crowd, microphone yeah. controller, control the crowd and say, this is what I, I'm working with now. And you've given it to them and you give them that feel good. And long as this is not too far, cause you have to excel. It can't be the same thing that you was doing. You have to excel. You have to move ahead because you got to follow music. So long as you are doing that and and you're a little familiar and you could have went a little left, that's okay. It's art. Yeah. It's art. Yeah. You know? You're still getting a lot of love from the DJ Cassie's Pastor Mike, Volume 3, which was probably his biggest one to date. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, being the old, being, you know, apart from yourself and Teddy, doing doing hip, harapping on that because, you know, they you, you, you went in Volume 2. You know, when you did, you have a choice in what track you played. That he, he, or did he say this is what he wants? He wanted everything's gonna be all right because that happened with Andre Harrell when Andre passed, and I said, you know, with Andre Harrell, you know, what I'm saying in the record, I say Andre oh, Harrell's okay. name. So yeah, you know, that's what it was. But um, you know, like I, I man, I had so many hit records. I had like. I could name, I could keep going down the list, like from treat him like you want to be treated to everything to I'll do for you, to Lisa Baby, to One Night Stand, to Everything's Gonna Be All Right, to 69, to Affection, to, I mean, I could keep going, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And then the records with me and Ray Parker and the other people I've done work with intro and, and worked with everyone, everyone, Horace Brown, you know, everywhere. I mean, when you do think about it, though, because the fact that you have had <coughs> a slew of hit records and you start looking at people who go on 90s tour and stuff like that, and maybe they have three or four hits that they had. You know, it's not easy to, because to, it was very competitive in, in, the, in the 90s. I mean, every, every day I do a poll and it's really hot records and so much competition. 
But when you think of the fact that you were just, you know, you were getting the, the hits, it means you can go on tour and, you know, just have a set of 10 or 15 of your tracks and, and stuff. Um, but then that, that takes away from some of the newest things that you're doing, which, as I said, a lot of them are, are, are really catchy and especially some of the you ones that You have to build. Are... You have to build. You have to build. As an artist, you have to build. You have to build, like, you can't do the whole song when you want to stay on a tour, if you're trying to put out your new stuff. So you may do the hook in a chorus and go to the next one and, you know, make this show tape like that. And you start doing the records in, you start squeezing them in as the record, the world is getting more familiar with your new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then that's how you, that's how you keep it going. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I guess being on tour though, cause that's the, that's the, that's the thing. I mean, when's the last time you were actually on a stage? Man, I'm on a stage every day of my life, man. Yeah, well, I mean, I, you know, with a crowd and you're, you're, you're playing, you're, you're, you're performing. When's the last time you actually got a mic and you're actually on stage and people were like, where are you, father? Man, before the, before the, the, the um, before the uh, pandemic, I was, I was out and I was doing little side things here and there, not depending on it, just doing it, you know, okay. not, not depending on it and having a ball doing it and having a ball doing it. The stage I'm not afraid of at all, at all. That's when we did Wembley Arena in London and they, everybody was like, <coughs> Wembley Arena, excuse me, Wembley Arena, they be booing people and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, let's go. All we did was pray and we got on the stage and we handled our business. You know, the, mo the stage I had the most fear of out of the whole world that I took was the Apollo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and when I touched that, when I touched that shrine, it was business as usual. We prayed and it's time to go. You know, whatever's going to happen, it's going to happen, you know? And the thing of it is, is like I'm saying, I had records to back me up with. Yeah. So I'm walking into a fight with records in back of me, like hits, hits. And, you know, it was, I had feel good records too. So you know, even for the gangsters and the thugs, they they loved father because father had the women. Yeah. The women came out. So everybody, like everybody to this day tell me, yo, when you came in my city, I had to come on tour. They said, I, I can't front. I really, I was rocking with other artists, but you brought the women out. So the women came, <laughs> I was going to that father MC show. You know, a lot of cats told me, one dude told me, he said, man, I had a cassette of yours that I opened up just and put it in the car just when women would come. <laughs> in, we need to have women in this car. You know? you know, back in the nineties, we did all crazy stuff. We used to play a track and then leave it as our, you know, when you're leaving a mess answer machine. So you have the oh yeah, yeah everything's yeah. gonna be all right. It says yeah, I'm, I'm not around right now, but everything's gonna be all right. Call you late, call me back. True, true, true. <laughs> yeah, so true. I yes. can imagine somebody having the tape in there to say that yeah, man, this is what I'm, I'm listening to stuff. You know, when I did listen to watch the Uptown Unplugged there's a very different energy when you were performing with the band. And, and I do wonder if that's stuff that you would think of consider doing when you do go back on the road. Would you that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. The band is, the band is, is needed because see with me, if you look at, if you look at the Uptown Unplugged, right, I look at it and I bug out because I knew, I knew at the rehearsals, I always told the drummer, my eye was, my drummer was my guy in the bass. Everything else I didn't really care about. I was like, 
me and the drummer and the bass guy, we had like cues of drop, boom. When I put my hand down, let the drums just rock. You get what I'm saying? And you can yeah. see, if you look at the Uptown Unplugged where I got comfortable when it was yeah, just yeah, me yeah. and the drums. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? You could hear, you could see where me and I'm just, me and him just floating like, let's go. Like yeah. that. And then when the boom, 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 you know, he brought it in. I mean, it was crazy, man. And then my background singers, you know, it's 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 a big difference between a dat show and a and a live band. The band is fun. But why do why do a lot of artists don't seem to? I mean, I'm seeing a lot of the clips on, on you know on social media, and they and they're just getting the DJ out there, and um, it's almost. Let me tell much you something. Yeah. <laughs> a band is fun, but a band costs money. Uh -huh. So if you in a let's say as yet, let's give them as an example. Yeah. <laughs> as yet, they got if they get in, let's say, I'm just giving a, a number. I don't know yeah. if but if they're getting let's say 10 grand a show, yeah. right? It's for them. So they gotta pay each other, you know, 25, 25, 25, 25, right? For let's say four grand, they gotta pay each other a thousand dollars a piece. It's for them, right? Yeah. Then they got to pay the tour bus driver. Then they got to pay the 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 background, the band members. Uh, you got to pay the band members, and then you got to pay the sound stage. I mean, you got to. People don't realize when you go on tour, you're responsible for everything. I was solo, and I had a payroll of fifteen people. Wow! I took fifteen people on the road with me overseas and in the United States because it's so. People think it's not needed, but it is needed because you need, you're not going to carry your bag. So you got to pay someone to carry your bag, which is a roadie. You're not going to carry that equipment. So the roadie's job, you got to, your barber, you want to put, your barber has to be there, you know, and the barber ain't going to leave. So he ain't cutting your hair every day, but hey, you got to be there. Your stylist, you know, it's a lot that go with it. And people say, you could go without that. Okay, you try you got people dressing you when you on stage, when you walk in the back for like 40 seconds, you got people, I had people wearing my shoes, taking my shoes on, putting the pants on, putting my shoes on, putting the, why you got 30 seconds before you back on that stage for another wow. set. So it's crazy. You get what I'm saying? It, 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 it's crazy, but it's, it's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why they sung acapella. <laughs> you know, I never was one of the artists to, 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 like when Jodeci had all of the explosions and all of that <laughs> stuff and all that. I had a backdrop. My backdrop cost me fifteen grand. It was like the biggest backdrop in the game at that point, and it was my album cover, right? Yeah. I realized that it's only me and my dancers on that stage. So we have to, we have to depend and rely on our show. Yeah. We don't have everything else. Cause once that's done and over with, it's just you and the crowd, yeah. it's you and the crowd. So I had to have the crowd from the beginning to the end. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Where a lot of groups got the explosions and all that, you know, oh, yeah. extra candy stuff. And it's cool, but that shit costs. Yeah, so that makes sense because when I did interview some guys and they talked about um, when they went on the, they, they went told a new edition and you know they weren't getting as much as new edition, but their their set cost a lot more, so it meant what they were taking home was impacted. And I guess a lot of us don't really get and understand 
because the tour bus, the gas, the driver's lodging, the the tour the tour bus driver's salary, all of that. So like the if you were um, um, Live Nation and those guys, they don't they don't what, what do they do? They just <laughs> I thought they covered all that stuff and no, they don't cover none of that. You they give you a salary. Let's say we gonna give father, let's say fifty thousand dollars, right? It's a thing where you can get 50000 and we take care of everything, like the airfare, everything, right? Or yeah. we're going to give you 70000 and that's included, and you got to take care of everything. Okay. You know, so it just depends on, you know, ICM, International Creative Management, was my booking agency. Yeah. You know, and to the, to the day, me and Mark Cheatham, he's over there at CAA now in Cali out here. That's the biggest you know, besides um, Endeavor, you know, William Moore's Endeavor, um, but they're the biggest agency out now. And it's it's like, nah, they get a fee for you and you got to figure that out. So that's wow. why they do the tours. They do the tours. So the tour is like, a let's say a 30 city tour, let's say. Yeah. You have to budget all of that. And I used to always tell my manager, um, Frank DeLeo and Steve Lucas, yo, this is what you're going to make on tour. And in my head, I used to say, I got 15 cats with me. Okay, I want to bring home this amount. This is what I want to bring home out of this. Figure it out. You get what I'm saying? So if I'm making $10, I want to bring home seven. Six and a half to seven. No less than six and a half. So y'all got to figure that out. Bus driver and everything. Y'all got to wow. figure that out. Hotels all across, and I got hotels out the yin yang. So two people to a room. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was crazy. But then, how does an artist who's focused on being on stage have to start thinking about the money side at the same time? Does does that not become a distraction? It can be. It can be depending on what type of an artist you are. If you're an artist that you're getting money, see, when you start getting money, when you start booking shows, it's more money than you probably had anyway. So you're getting that money and you're getting that money Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday sometimes, if you catch a hit record and you want a, a tour. So you got to budget that shit out. Like if you if you make in. 50,000. Oh, shoot. It says my, my battery going in two minutes. Okay. That was if, pretty silly. <laughs> yeah. If you making that, so you got to, you know, budget it out, but it, it's, it's doable. It can happen. Yeah. You know, that's why with, like I was saying about the Uptown tour, it just depends. Everyone's getting older and where they at in their lives. Yeah. Like just cause let's say Jodeci made more than me on tour, which they did. They made more than me on tour, but now no one has a hit record. So they could say back in the day, I want 50,000 more than for them. Mm. They could have been realistic. Now they can't because now we're all at the even playing field. Mary's the one who could demand <laughs> I want 200,000. Easy. Three, 400,000. Easy. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But then the album comes back. I can be back into that bargaining field. So we got to pray and, and hopefully, you know, God makes that thing happen, which yeah. it will. Yeah, well, well, I appreciate. I mean, as I said, I'll keep in touch just to see when you know if there's any going to be any news about the album. You know, I know that as I said, lots of I like the fact that you released a lot of singles for us to 
to, to sort of wear our appetite and stuff. But it's um yeah, it, it's good to yeah. Keep, <laughs> it's good to keep in touch to see you know how much you've changed and and how what's been going on this past year yeah. and stuff. I got like three more inches to go, and then the video is ready. When when you know that I'm doing a video, you know the singles coming. Okay. okay. You know the singles coming. And, so and you're, the, you're, here's, you've got, you're getting ready for a video, but you're not telling us which single it is. You know what's crazy? Yeah, um, Get Off. Get Off. Jay, get him Get Off. Get um, him the single Get Off. You got to get that record. Okay. Okay. i just give you a hint. Um, uh, American Bandstand. That's all I can say. Okay, okay, okay. American Bandstand. It's crazy. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm, as I said, I'll be sure to make sure it, go, it goes out there and stuff. But definitely, you know, as I said, I always owe you a death thanks, you know, since, you know, first person to to grace must be the music. And since then, you know, doors have opened and stuff. So, you know, I never stop giving you props and, and thanks for- I'm watching you, I'm watching your moves. I'm seeing the moves you make it, baby. <laughs> I'm yeah, checking yeah. you out. I'm saying, look at my man. Look at my guy. I'm seeing all my guys calling me when they get ready to interview you. And they asking me, yo, how is he, man? Like, ooh, ooh. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at him. I'm checking yeah. you out. Yeah. Dave, Jimmy, Jimmy Love, all of them calling me. And they be calling. They and then I call them back and say, okay, how did y'all, how was it? It's like, yo, oh, oh, boy was good, man. He was cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy stuff, I mean, he was that. People love the whole uptown story because he was just going from start to finish, and he yeah, he, was yeah, holding Jimmy is crazy. I just was with him. I was with Jimmy during the whole COVID. Wow. We were flying back and forth to Atlanta because we putting something together, and we were flying back and forth. They just finished um, the Tupac, um, the yeah, Hutland yeah, brothers yeah. just finished the yeah. Tupac, and now they're working on Marvin Gaye. Wow. Yeah, so it's about to be, it's about to be, I just got off the phone with Ki um, Jimmy, like yesterday, a matter of fact, and we have something in the kitchen baking, but you know, everything is, is you know, we, we old schoolers, so we, we, we do stuff where it makes sense, we just don't make moves, we make yeah. moves. Well, let Jimmy know, because as I said, his, his Uptown stuff was, you know, made him 50, 60,000 people watched all his stuff, so when he's about to release his, the movie, and he wants to get some publicity, we can always talk about that because it's the man. Listen, I'm gonna put every. I'm gonna put every. Hold on, that's Jay calling me now. Hold on, let me see what he. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, I'm on with him right now. He says not letting him on. Yo, get on. I'm sending him get off the record. Okay. Yeah, he said he thought I, I thought he was on. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, but as I said, you said your phone is down and stuff. But yeah, what, as yeah. I said, whenever you guys are ready for to promote, just just give me a shout out. And as I said, you already I'll, know I got you, man. Yeah, and I appreciate you all day, baby. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate everything. And uh, you know, you know, getting ready to listen to stuff you're doing by yourself with Bree, with uh, with Kenny. You know, so yeah, we're definitely going to be looking forward. Denny's to record is turning out crazy. <laughs> Kenny's record. <laughs> I wish I could give him a taste, Kenny. <laughs> I, I can't do it yet. Okay. I can't do it yet. You got to interview Kenny Dolo. Yeah, yeah. You know, Kenny. Whenever when when you're about to do your solo stuff, man, we'll just have just talk about Kenny. You know, so we've done yes yet. We've done everything else. We just focus on you. So when you're ready, just you know, you just give me just hit me up. It's not a problem. Oh, you can count on it. <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, Kenny got some stuff, man. I mean, that's a bad boy. Yeah, he got okay. some stuff. He he got some stuff, man. 
yeah. But thanks a lot, and yeah. I got to get back to the studio. No stuff problem. Too. And um, I'll hit you up, man. Take care, man. I'm, again, I'm sorry, my condolences about your your pops, man. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> All, All right, right keep take doing care. prayer, man. Definitely. Thanks a lot. Take care. Thanks. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for being part of the Halftime Chat community. Please remember to like, share and subscribe. Uh, but most importantly, why don't you consider being a member as a way of supporting the channel, but also getting a lot of videos ahead of time, a lot of behind the scenes stuff and some exclusive content that doesn't get shared. But anyway, thanks for watching and thanks for being part of Halftime Chat.